You've joined us here on another episode of Inspired by Yarra. This is a podcast created and dedicated to enhancing, connecting and inspiring the Yarra Valley Grammar community and beyond. So wherever you're listening from today, I want to thank you for tuning in. My name is Paul Joy and I'm delighted to be your host and each episode I get the privilege of sitting down with another Yog, a Yarra Old Grammarian. We trace back through a little of their journey at school and then we start to explore what's been going on in their life after Yarra and we have some great conversations and today is no exception. Looking forward to and I'm thrilled to be able to present to you the next episode, the next conversation of Inspired by Yarra. I know you're going to enjoy it. Welcome back to another episode of Inspired by Yarra. Here we get to sit down, have a chat with some Yarra Old Grammarians. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Yarra Old Grammarian from the class of 2013. Very talented young man in so many areas is Mr. Anthony Barnhill. Anthony, welcome back to Yarra. It's good to see you again, Paul. Great to uh, have you with us. I wonder, just to get us rolling, to get us started, if you recall your times here at Yarra, was there a group of students, can you describe that group of students who you used to hang out with, and what did that or how did that impact on who you have become? Yeah, um, so I mean, it's probably not a great surprise to um, 21 that a lot of my friends in high school were, were also fellow musicians. I was heavily involved, involved in the music program here. Um, so um, what was really great about the music program here um, is because ensembles would have people from all sorts of year levels. Um, you know, I can remember being in year eight and being in, being friends with people in, in year 11. And, uh, and that was sort of the, um, what was great about, about having different ensembles here was, was this mixture of different year levels. Um, and I suppose it, it's gathering people who've got passion, similar passion, passion for music. Yeah. And sometimes, but maybe not always, talent for music. But at least they're in there having a go. Yes, yeah, that, that was definitely the um, the feeling I got, and um, yeah, you you got to work with some some really great like-minded people. Yeah, through that's the, great. Uh, through the different um, ensembles here. Excellent. Um, and do you still have any involvement in Yarra today? I do, I do. I'm I'm I'm, I'm lucky enough to um to work here on on quite a regular basis. So um, I'm, I'm sure I'm a familiar face to many um, music students here. I, I accompany um both of the um, senior choirs here. And um, I also direct Zoned In, which is um, like the middle school big band um, um, before, before the big, big band. Um, and I also, if you, if you take VC music or you do AMB exams, there's a good chance I'll, um, I'll be accompanying you for, for your exams. Excellent. Now, we're looking to be releasing this um, episode of the podcast in uh, early 2018. And I wonder whether you can look back, maybe over, you've been gone from Yarra for four years, but never actually really gone. Yes. Over those years, is there a highlight, whether it be a Yarra perspective or a beyond Yarra, a highlight event that you were part of, maybe a musical performance that you were part of or a particular show that you were involved with, a highlight that stands out with to you? Um, since leaving Yarra. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, there's been so many um, amazing performance opportunities I've, I've had since leaving. Um, one that strikes to, um, comes to mind is um, is I toured China for a month um, as a as a as a um, musical director and, and pianist with the Australian International Opera Company. So that wow. was um, that was um, December into January um, this year. So well, this is 
2017 we're recording this um yeah and um and that was amazing we we performed in um 12 cities i think which included you know shanghai and 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 guangzhou and some some really um really big big cities so it was it was such, such an incredible opportunity and for our listeners who who perhaps haven't uh, heard of your name and your and seen your talent look around because they will see your name and they will see your talent uh, before long um, but you so you just said you've traveled to China yeah and and been what was your role so it was a show um, called the sounds of Hollywood so um, so it was um, there was a cast of singers and then and then a band as well so I was um, working as musical director so I played the show in um, um, each night we performed it and sort of directed directed it from a from a musical point of view you know making sure everything was um was in in check over over throughout the um the run of performances that's really exciting and uh, dare i say uh music speaks all languages yes so was your your musical ability appreciated and affirmed by audiences over in china as much as it is here yes it certainly was and um and what was what quite amazing is just you know there's there's a different culture about going to performances in in china and um and it was like we were celebrities every time we'd um we'd um we'd finish a show there'd be people wanting autographs and, and everything it was like wow i wish i wish i got that here <laughs> what is the life of a celebrity do you, do you enjoy that <laughs> um i was it was pretty exhausting but by the end, but um, but no, I'm I'm a, I'm only I'm only a celebrity um, in in another part of the world. I think. <laughs> uh, I, I look, I dare say that uh, it won't be long, and uh, your your name and your talent will be become. Uh, look, I think honestly, a, a household name in uh, in Australian music, and uh, you know, I I know for a long time they've we here at Yarra have have appreciated your talent and your your uh, generosity in sharing your gift. Uh, in music with us and, and you know I'm sure that your career will continue to track um, along the lines of bigger and bigger audiences and your name will be more and more well known so congratulations ahead of time uh, well that's nice of you to say thanks Paul. and building a foundation too um, a foundation that dare I say had some beginnings here at Yarra what were some things that you experienced here at Yarra that really helped you uh, step towards more and more music being part of your life. Was there a, a, a teacher? Was there an incident? Was there a class? Was there any, a situation that you were in that you thought, yeah, this is, I want to build my life around this? Um, yeah, I mean, it, in, in, in reality, it was probably a combination of, of, of all those things. I had great, um, great teachers, um, great teachers here. I had a great um, um, piano teacher um, with Mrs. Hooper here. Um, uh, and then I, I had Mr. Templeton for VCE Music. He was fantastic. Um, but then, you know, there was so many great musical opportunities here. If we're thinking about, you know, touring, I mean, I did the um, New Zealand tour in um, in year eleven. That was um, that was something that was really fun, and um, and we got you know a real sense of you know what it was like to perform and then pack up and then perform. Um, and yeah, and the, what was great about the music department here is there's so many. Um, genres of music that are sort of catered for. I mean, you can play in a um, classical orchestra one moment and then a big band the next. And, and I certainly did that while I was here. And that was um, really good to just expose me to, you know, the breadth of music um, and musical life that's, um, that's out there. That's fantastic that uh, in your experience in music, you, I guess there was a broad base of experience and exposure that you had. One thing that people often talk about is Yarra spirit. And I wonder what Yarra spirit meant to you or means to you 
Was that something that you can actually put some words around for us? Yeah, it's interesting you could say this because I've, I've been thinking about this a bit, a bit recently. I, I, you know, now that I'm four years out, I've, I've been lucky enough to sort of work in a number of schools now as, you know, accompanying and, and, and whatnot. And, um, and, you know, this, you know, smaller government schools and, and also schools compar- comparable to Yarra, um, bigger independent schools. Um, and there's where we really are so lucky um, to be here. I mean, everyone always said that while we were going through, but I think now I've actually got a better sense of understanding that. Um, and what I mean by that is there's a really good sense of community here, isn't there? Um, I mean, I never certainly never witnessed any, you know, bullying or it was a very inclusive um, community here, um, which... Um, you know, putting aside the, you know, a, a fantastic facilities and, and whatever, that I think we, we really, really are lucky to, um, to have um, Yarra. There's a really inclusive um, sense um, yeah, throughout abs- the school. There is, absolutely. And, and I think that that, that really requires uh, people who are connected with our community, who are part of our community and who have once been part of our community here on a daily basis, like a student here at school, to continue to contribute and give back to that community. And, and hence something like uh, Inspired by Yarra, this this podcast, um, who, who really the audience is looking to be uh, Yarra Olgramarians to try and tap back into our wider community, the Yarra Olgramarian community. And, and I guess... At this point, I would encourage Yarra Olgamarians to, to you know, keep in touch with the, the information that's shared. Um, let us know here. And if, you, if you've got a story you want to share on, on Inspired by Yarra on this podcast, we'd love to have other Yarra Olgamarians come up. And if you know one of your mates and, uh, you know, that you think they've got a great story and, and we, we should share it with the, the YOG community, then we would encourage uh, people to make contact with us and, uh, and we'll see what we can, uh, we can do there as well. Uh, and it's, it's interesting you say, you say that. Because, um, I can remember in my year seven, which was this 2008, a while ago, um, but I remember that was the year that, um, that Neville Lincoln, who was the, um, the principal um, here before, Dr. Mary, mm. um, that was, the, that was his final year at the school. And um, as a send-off, they did this, um, this musical concert where they brought in all these um, ex, well, old grammarians that had um, had careers in music. And some of them were just, I, I can remember sitting there and watching. And it was, um, you know, there's, there's someone who, um, st- who went to Yarra who's now um, um, assistant concertmaster with the Sydney Symphony, I remember. Um, she played, and I'm just sitting on the edge of my seat thinking, yes. oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. So, so you're right. It's, um, there's, there's something to be said for, um, for you know, maintaining that community link. Absolutely. Um, This might seem like an obvious question, but I'd like to ask it anyway, because from time to time I'm surprised. Um, But do you have a a most memorable place here at Yarra? Is there a particular, it might be part of the gardens, it might be out on the sports field, it might be in a particular room. Is there somewhere that means something significant to you here at Yarra? Um... I, I, look, I mean, I, I spent so much time in um, in the rehearsal rooms of the music school. To me, that will always be, um, you know, feel like my territory. But, um, but you know, I, I, there's just um, infinite, you know, happy memories, you know, in different rehearsals in, 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 I think it's called the Alison French Studio now. It used to be called the Green Room back in my day. But, um, but um, just being there, you know, rehearsing. And even lunchtimes when we didn't have rehearsals, we'd usually be in there, you know, jamming or, or, or doing something else so to me that that always that always you know has a feeling of being you know, 
my part of Yarra. So it intrigues me that for someone who spends a lot of your time performing and yet one of your highlight places, one of your great places, is actually in the rehearsal room. Is that because you spend more time in the rehearsal room? Like, tell, me, tell us a little bit of the life of a successful musician and maybe the ratio between uh, rehearsal and doing the, the grunt work and doing the hard work compared to the, the, the glory and the adulation of being on stage and performing in front of hundreds or thousands of people. How does that compare? Yeah, well, I mean, certainly I, I, I don't think there's, um, there's any way of getting around the fact that any professional musician spent hours and hours in the, in, the, in the rehearsal room on their own, you know, doing scales or, or, or whatnot. I mean, I think um, you get to a point, I mean, I, I, I mean, at the moment now I do lots of performances that, you know, are not necessarily rehearsed performances. They're often they're, they're sight-read performances where I sort of turn up and, and, and just read. Or I mean, obviously there's still rehearsed performances that I do plenty of as well. But, but you know, all that comes from, from the, the rehearsal of getting yourself to a point where you can be um, very flexible and... And very adaptable, and and um, and can you know get to things quickly. And what does that look like? Like for a young aspiring musician, or maybe one of our yogs who has children who are young aspiring musicians. What what are some guidance that you could suggest? Like, did you have a particular rhythm or routine that you stuck to? I wish I could say I did, but um, but I was I, I was usually you know. So 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 busy. I'd I'd just practice it, at, you know, at any hour of the day, whenever I could. But one thing that's um, that stuck in my mind. I remember James Morrison came here. I think it was twenty fourteen. I uh, I left, and he said um, at the time um, that you know music students spend too much time practicing and not enough time playing music. I think if you think of something as practice, that it's hard work. It's not going to be you know inspiring to do it. But um, but if you genuinely enjoy working on um, pieces and, and, and making great music, which I, which I always did, it never felt like work to me, um, then, then you know, naturally that's going to be something that you do more of. So, so I mean, my, my suggestion is to find, um, find music that, that appeals to you and, and find, find something in music that, that genuinely interests you. Because, I mean, if, if, it's, if it just feels like a grind, you know, whenever you're practicing, that's, that's never going to be a way... Um, way forward is it yeah so that's interesting that that notion of playing it rather than practicing it yes um, and playing with it and the, the fun of that and the joy of that um and and finding that sweet spot for you you're much more likely to go and do it more often mm. yeah yeah and it int- intrigues me do you still practice the scales <laughs> um i did for a long time but um i mean i'm i'm, I'm generally so flat out busy now I, w- I wish i could say i did but i'm i'm, I'm not but I, but I still practice but i still i still do practice. it's it's still good to do isn't it for sure for sure it's like it's like you know lifting weights or something um which i obviously don't know <laughs> <laughs> but, but but i mean that's 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 the thing it's, yeah it's yeah. your vocabulary it's that's right yes and if you keep practicing at it and keep uh, developing the skill then it, it it sets you up for uh, good performance further down mm. the track yes and flexibility and adaptability um in all circumstances mm-hmm. yeah that's great tell me what are you working on right now here's your opportunity for a 30 second ba- a brag what's happening for you what are you working on can you give us a little insight into something that's in the wings yeah um absolutely um i mean at the, my i'm looking forward to the next year i'm really looking forward to um to having a year of just freelance work as, as a musician. And I know people sort of um, go, oh, you can't do that. I mean, I'm, I'm really lucky that, that 
that I do, and I, and I have been um, freelancing. So, I mean, what that means for me is um, I work as an accompanist um, at Monash University now. Um, I, I conduct a choir um, for Creativity Australia. I've been composer in residence for um, Creative Innovation Global, which is this um, massive conference that you know has some international speakers like um, Alan Finkel, who's the chief scientist of Australia. So, writing a lot of a lot of music for that. Um, I'm part of the music staff on the Victorian State School Spectacular, so um, so that's you know a, a big um, performance opportunity for two thousand kids where they perform at Hisense Arena and on a televised um, show. So so working with working with um, working with the kids on that, which is um, which is a lot of fun. Lots of accompanying, lots of work with different schools, and then um, and then you know there's always corporate shows on the side and um and and it never seems to stop but but i love i love doing all these little different bits and pieces absolutely and that diversity is is part of the the allure of the life of a musician it is for me yes yes do you do you love performing or like you're you perform as a solo pianist or part of an orchestra is there one aspect of performance that kind of grabs you more excitement. Yeah, I, I certainly um, have been a, have been a soloist. I've I've had a few concerto um, opportunities um, this year. I, I performed um, with the Monash Academy, which is kind of Monash's um, symphony orchestra, um, a couple of months ago, where I did um, Bartok um, third piano concerto, which was great. But um, but yeah, I also do a lot of um, a lot of work with with ensembles. What also, what really excites me is. Um, is, is, is musical directing and um, and getting to because to me that sort of brings together working with working with singers working with performers and working with instrumentalists and trying to get everyone you know on the same page yeah great um, a school like Yarra can have a big impact on our uh, on character development and our outlook on life I wonder whether you can consider your time at Yarra and the things that that exposed you to and how that has given you a bigger picture of the world that you're entering into. Mm. Um, yes, that's a great question. Um, uh, what was great about Yarra is, um, is I think there was always a philosophy that we're not a sporting school, we're not a music school, we're not an academic school, but we're generally pretty good at a lot of things and, um, and we'll, you know, invite and accept students who are, have talents in, in just about anything. Um, I think what was good about that is people were encouraged to, to you know, step out of their comfort zone and, um, and try something that they wouldn't normally try. And for me, I, I, whilst, you know, most of my extracurricular stuff was music, I was also, you know, involved in debating here and I was also... Um, you know, involved in, I think he ran a community links program for a while and all sorts of things like that. Um, and, and, you know, just being part of a debating team, you know, I, I remember just discussing, you know, issues that were, you know, topical at the time, you know, that were in the papers and then, you know, having to present arguments based, based on that. And I think no matter what career path anyone um, embarks on, you know, just being a worldly person is... Um, you know, has great benefits. Would you agree? Absolutely, 100%. Mm. And if if your experience at Yarra um, can be refined enough that it nudges you towards a particular pursuit in music, and we certainly, Yarra, encourage doing that, but also is broad enough that it gives you a, a sphere of other interests and other uh, experiences that have been beneficial, then, you know, I think as a school, the school's done its job. Yes. And, and that's what Yarra would pride itself on. Yeah. Um, 
I remember in, in, in year nine and 10, and I'm assuming this is still the case where there was a pretty sort of diverse electives program. You know, um, and, and I remember at the time just being told, just pick subjects that, you know, you might not ordinarily think. Because it's like if you, if you pick a subject in year nine and you decide you don't like it, I mean, it's not really the end of the world, is it? You've, you've still got quite a lot of time. But, um, but, but all, you know, I remember people, you know, picking, you know, economics or something and then deciding that was that was going to be their path through VCE. Yeah, it could be um, the, the door that becomes yes. open. Yes. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. What is the motto, our school motto, Lavavi Oculus? To lift up my eyes. What does that mean to you? Um, to me, lifting up um, one's eyes to, to broader horizons. So there's always um, greater opportunities um, out there, and um, and to seize every opportunity. To, to me, that's 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 what I'd, I'd I'd take take away from from the motto. Excellent. Yep, I like that. Um, could you recommend for us a, a tool or an app or maybe a habit that you've developed that is really uh, has been useful and helpful for you? I remember last time we did a podcast that you asked me a similar question. I'm going to give the same answer. That's okay. Uh, my, my, my tool was the ballpoint pen and my tool was um, because as so long as VCE exams are um, done in pen and paper, You've got to be able, um, you've got to be able to write for three hours and write everything you possibly can. So for year twelves, um, I did a heck of a lot of writing in year twelve, and I probably don't have the same um, um, stamina handwriting today that I did then. But, um, but build it up because you need to be able to write. As a, a hand lettering artist of sorts, I fully commend your guidance to uh, encourage people to keep writing, keep handwriting. Yes. And uh, tool of choice is a ballpoint pen. That's that's beautiful. I love that. I wonder whether you're still in touch with any of the Yarra community. I know you work here, and uh, but out when you're travelling the world or travelling the city of Melbourne, do you still have contact with the other Yarra people? Does Yarra Valley Grammar come up in conversation for you these days? I actually do, yes. Um, I mean, obviously you run into people in, you know, at the shops or whatever that you haven't seen, seen in a while, but, but I, I do have sort of a core group of, you know, 10 or so people that I was... Um, close friends with in, um, in high school and four years out we um, we still you know catch up every every couple of months or so, so terrific um, and and we've had people on here who are 20 and 25 years out and they also still really? have contact with uh, some people that they went to school with well that's good to hear it's exciting <laughs> yes. isn't it it's yes. great yeah for sure um, tell us a little bit about uh, maybe the person who you have most enjoyed working with whether that's a name that we recognize from a musical standpoint oh, yes yeah. um, is there a, a famous name that uh, that you know you once you realized you had the opportunity to work with that person you thought wow this is fantastic um yeah I mean there's been plenty of cool names that I've had the opportunity to work with I mean there's a Grammy nominee called Mario that I, I performed on radio with but, but, but I think you know I put that to one side I was really lucky when I went to Monash, there was one piano teacher I really wanted to learn from, um, um, Dr. Kenji Fujimura, who is just, um, you know, an incredible sight reader, an incredible musician, an incredible thinker. Um, and, um, you know, usually you get appointed a piano teacher, but I said, oh, you know, please, would you take me on? Um, and I think, you know, that, you know, I, I can't say I felt as, um, as, as warmly towards university as I did um, towards high school always, but that was um, but learning from um, Kenji was 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 definitely my highlight of um, yeah. my university experience. Awesome, yeah, that's great. Is there something about music and and there would be educationalists who would 
uh, be able to answer this, but as a musician, is there something about music that helps in other areas of life as well? In terms of your development, your growth, your mindset, your your ability to, uh, you know, just the, the mathematics of music. Is there something that, what is it about music that is beneficial? Um, to me, it's um, it's a commitment thing that um, that music's not something that um, that comes easier and, and and I often say to people that you know you have to do all um, great eight grades of music and then it starts you know becoming fun because then you can really then you can you know almost play anything or learn anything um, and and I think it's it's probably not a surprise that um, that often um, you know the highest achieving kids in in VCA. You know, play an instrument at quite a high standard as well, and I think it just comes from if, if from a young age you're used to you know knuckling down and and you know practicing or, or or trying to you know get some joy out of committing to playing and, and doing your personal best. That's a skill that can be applied to um, absolutely anything. That's terrific. Uh, that's some great advice right there. Um, do you have times though when you turn up to squeeze in your little bit of practice where you just don't feel like it? Yes, yeah, um, and and I mean, sometimes it's like, like with I I think with any job, you know, uh, you, you, there comes a point where you think, oh man, I have to do this again. <laughs> I accompanied um thirty eight um, recitals in the last month. So uh, for anyone who doesn't know, each recitals you know half an hour in length and six pieces. You do the maths on that. It's um it's a lot of music to learn. Um, and um, yeah, there'd be some days where I think, oh goodness me, how does this piece go again? What, what are you doing? But um. But, you know, I, I think there's nothing else I'd rather be doing. So at the end of the day, um, I encourage anyone to find, find what it is that, that brings them, you know, the most joy and is, is a skill that they can, you know, use to, um, to you know, help, help others. Excellent. Absolutely. If you can find that, that sweet spot that is, uh, is your way to connect with the world and, and, and may even take you to go and see the world, as it has for Anthony Barnhill. Class of 2013... Um, and a fine musician, Anthony. What what's next? Like, I see you as somebody who is going to become uh, more and more well known for your musical prowess and uh, your maybe it's your performance, maybe it's your uh, musical directorship. Um, what what's the pinnacle for you? What are you aiming for? Um, to me, what I've always I, and I, I've, I've found this more and more um, upon leaving school is that I enjoy being able to do things in different fields of music. So to me, the goal has never been, you know, trying to have a full-time job in an orchestra or or, um, or trying to be, you know, pigeonholed into one thing. I, I really, um, I mean, I love playing piano. I love composing. I love working with other instrumentalists and musical directing. So I, I'd, I'd love to be able to sustain a career where I can do bits and pieces um, of different things, and I mean, there's there's uh, you know plenty of big names in, in Australian music of people who have been able to do that quite successfully. You know, names like um, John Foreman, um, Chong Lim, Paul Grabowski. Um, some of these people have had incredible careers um, just being multifaceted um, players and, and performers and, and and composers and and all sorts of things. So um, so to me, that's the goal. Uh, I'm 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 the first to say that I'm I'm. I'm learning whether that's going to be possible, but I, 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 I sure hope so. Mm. If people wanted to check out some of your musical talent, some of your work, um, where could they go? Is there somewhere online or is there a, a CD we can purchase that we can hear some of you in action? 
Um, oh, yes. I mean, if you put my name into iTunes, there's a few records that I've played on, but they're not necessarily um, my records. Um, it, it's a good point. In the next um, in the next few months, now that I've actually finished university in the last in the um, in the last month, and I'm hoping to um, to spend you know this this summer basically putting together some some material and putting it out there and into the world, so that so that you know there's a bit more. Anthony, from the class of 2013, as a Yarra Olgamarian, uh, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for being with us. And we hope that you will continue not only to be an inspiration, but recognise that you have been inspired by Yarra. Oh, and I continue to be so, um, as, um, as I'm here um, quite often. So thanks for having me, Paul. It's um, oh, Mr. Joy. It's been, it's, been, it's been a pleasure joining you. Terrific. Thank you very much. Well, that wraps up another episode of Inspired by Yarra. And I hope that you found this conversation interesting along with many others and many more to come. It's a thrill to continue to produce these podcasts for you to help build the connection between Yarra Ogramarians with one another and indeed with our current Yarra Valley Grammar community. Uh, Those who are currently staff, students, parents of this great school. If you, in fact, have got contact with or would like to hear one of your old classmates here as a featured guest on this uh, podcast, then we'd love you to let us know. And you can contact us via the community section uh, within the ybg.vic.edu.au website. Of course, if you go in there, you'll see more information about this podcast and and each episode has its own unique set of show notes that we've uh, drawn up and written up. If you want to know more information about today's guest, you can head on over there to the website and find out a little bit more. Also links there for great ways that you can stay in touch with the YOG community. I hope you will enjoy uh, sitting down with us again next episode where we'll get the opportunity to meet with another YOG community member. My name's Paul Joy and it's been a delight to spend this time with you. Thanks for tuning in. Share it, like it, continue to uh, subscribe to this podcast and we hope that uh, it continues to inspire you to make a positive impact in the world around you.